This is the Commercial Property Show Australia. Show number 62. If you're breaking it down to how to actually add value to commercial property, it's a very, very, very simple formula. And that formula is... Hey, commercial property crew, how are we doing today? Thank you so much for joining me again. My name is Andrew Bean. And I have an awesome little podcast for you today. I'm really kind of trying to figure out how I can help everyone in these inflationary times. And I want to basically give you the framework of how you can actually add value to your commercial property to hopefully increase the income and the overall value so you don't have any stress with the banks or anything like that. All right, here it is. In today's show, I share 13 ways you can add value to your industrial property. This is just kind of a framework that I go through when I'm looking at a property for any of my clients, when I'm creating a value add strategy for them. And I really think it's important to be maximizing your property right now in this inflationary environment, especially if you've got an under-rented space or you've got an underutilized space. These 13 ways you can potentially add value to your property could be huge for you. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I had a blast making it. And if you're still having problems uh, calculating your cash flow, or you want to figure out how much value you can add to your property, or you're also worried about inflation, how high inflation your interest will have to go before your commercial property will be negatively geared, I do have a free download that will cover all those bases for you. Go onto my website, www.andrewbean.com.au. Download my DIY cash flow kit and that will cover all bases for you. Great little free giveaway there for you. All right. Investing in commercial property is a lot like a team sport. You need a lot of good players around you to complete a property transaction. No one can do it alone. If you're like me and want to surround yourself with like-minded people who have similar property goals, people who motivate you and push you to achieve more, then come and join the commercial property community today. You can find our private group on Facebook by searching commercial property community or you can click on the link in the show notes. Our expert guests are just waiting to answer your questions in the forum and together we can help each other reach the ultimate goal of financial freedom. All right, today I am going to share with you 13 ways that you can add value to an industrial property. And these are actually the tricks and techniques that I use when I'm creating a value add strategy plan for my clients. And I think um, people get confused or there's a misconception that our commercial property is actually an advanced 
investing vehicle. You have to be an advanced investor to understand how commercial property really works. And it's actually really not true. It's really simple to add value to commercial property. Like the whole beast of commercial property is a big beast and you do need to understand that. But if you're breaking it down to how to actually add value to commercial property, it's a very, very, very simple formula. And that formula actually is increase the net income, increase the value. So all it literally is, is if you can figure out how to increase that net operating income, the net income, then in turn, you will increase the capital value of that property. And that is a fact. It is, you can calculate that down to the dollar. And that's why I love commercial property is that you can literally calculate it to the dollar using a simple formula. And it's just not that way with residential. You cannot calculate it and be 100% certain that you will get that exact dollar value. You can use comparables, but there's just too much emotion that comes into play. People just get emotionally attached to a residential property and they drive up prices and there's just no rhyme and reason for it. It's just they want that property more than the next person. But with commercial property, it literally is if the investment does not stack up from a financial sense then you do not go into it and you can calculate that financial sense to the dollar using a simple capitalization rate formula. But that's a whole different podcast. So moving back to the simple formula of how to add value to a commercial property, it's extremely simple. Increase the net income that property is generating that in turn will increase the capital value. So the idea is to force capital appreciation by increasing the net income. And what I've actually done is I've written down 13 ways that you can add value to industrial property. And I put them into three different buckets from hard, moderate to easy. So Obviously, the hardest ones are the worst ones or the most difficult ones to do. They come with the higher risk, moderate, and they have a medium risk or at the medium difficulty. And the easy ones, this is the ones that I'll leave to the end. These are the ones that pretty much anyone can do. It's a really simple formula and it basically just comes down to being able to identify it. So you have to have the skills to be able to identify that this particular property, I can execute this particular value add strategy. And that's pretty much it. So those are the very, very low risk ones in that easy bucket. All right, so one of the value add strategies I have purposely left out because it's very, very difficult to basically be lucky enough to have the property that this particular strategy can work on. And that's putting telecommunication tower on top of your building. It's very unlikely that you own the building that the telecommunication company will want to use for their tower. It does happen, but it's like one in 10,000 properties or one in a thousand properties. It's, it's a really low percentage. So I've left that particular strategy out because not everyone can execute that. All right, so moving on to the actual list, starting from the hard 
moving then on to moderate and then going on to the easy strategies. So one of the hardest strategies, in my opinion, for adding value to an industrial property is if you say you bought or you own a small complex of strata of property and you want to strata title those properties. So by strata titling, if you have a big property and you strata title it down into smaller properties that are more manageable for an everyday investor to buy, then those smaller tenancies would then command a lower cap rate, therefore adding value to the entire holdings. The reason why this is one of the hardest things to do is because of the regulations that you need for fire safety between the walls of the building. So say you own a triplex or a quadplex of warehouses that's on one title and they're all in a row. They're not actually split up in individual buildings and they're like a tin shed construction, well, you're going to need to put fire retardant walls in the middle of those and go through a whole rigmarole of getting that all checked out and things like that. You might potentially have to put meters in there for the different power and water and stuff like that. So this is why this is one of the hardest ones to do, in my opinion, takes the longest amount of time. And it's not my favorite to uh, execute, but it is a good value add strategy if you already own that type of property but going into that you need to know how difficult it's going to be so the next one on the list is subdividing hard stand away from the property so therefore creating two parcels of land so the reason why i've added this one in here because it is a good way to actually add value to a commercial property or your commercial holdings but it doesn't actually generate any existing, like any higher cash flow right away. It just, in terms of the bank and having more assets to refinance against and things like that, or be able to piece off and sell down. That's why I do still like this strategy of the subdivision of industrial land into smaller parcels. Say you have a warehouse that's income generating asset, and then you have a larger piece of land with that particular building. If there's some hard stand or that piece of land that's not being used, you can subdivide that off. You could sell that down, therefore regaining some of your capital that you've put into the property to purchase the property. Or you could continue to hold, which would add value overall to the both titles there. And that's number two. So number three would be buying a vacant warehouse at a discounted price and then putting a tenant in place on a long-term lease. This is definitely an excellent way to add huge value to a commercial property. It just carries a lot more risk and it's more of an advanced strategy in terms of you probably need to have a fair bit of buffer in the bank to be comfortable to be taking on that kind of risk. You're going to have to be able to show the banks that you can withstand the mortgage repayments and you can pay the repayments back every single month without a tenant because you're buying to buy it untenanted. And you're also going to have to pay GST when buying that vacant property. So you've, you've found a property that's vacant. Then you also have called around agents and you have spoken to an agent and they've told you that 
yes, we have uh, quite a few tenants looking for a warehouse like that. So you've already got both of those ready to go. And then you buy the property, you have to pay GST, unfortunately. Then you might refurbish it slightly. And then you can put a tenant in place on a long-term lease. That in turn will add value to that property. Very, very good way to do it as well. All right, so the next one on the list is buying vacant industrial land and developing it into a warehouse complex. Now, this is obviously a development play. This does carry inherent risk. It's one of the the riskiest things that you can do is developing property, especially if you uh, don't have the, the buffers in place. But it can be a huge value add if you're buying or you own existing industrial land and then you're building some kind of warehouse complex you'll try to title it from the start so you'll have all your your fire safety walls in between and then you can really increase the value of that property just by strata titling it up and getting it tenanted and then either holding it or selling it down huge returns in developing 20 30, sometimes even 40% profit on cost returns. So it definitely is a great strategy, but you need to be pretty switched on understanding feasibilities and also having the money in the bank or the backing by some kind of financial institution to do that. So those are the hardest ways to add value, in my opinion, to commercial property. And don't worry, it just gets easier from now on. These ones are actually more manageable for your everyday investor. So moving on to the moderate bucket, this has medium risk. And this is actually one of my favorite ways to add value to an industrial property. All you need to do is identify a warehouse that does not have any type of mezzanine, right? It's a taller type warehouse that you potentially could put a mezzanine in, but you buy it, it has no mezzanine, and then guess what? You develop a mezzanine or you install a mezzanine, getting council approval in that particular warehouse, therefore increasing the net lettable area that you can charge to that tenant or to the tenant that's coming in, and therefore adding huge value to the commercial property because you've increased the net lettable area, the NLA, and that means you could charge more rent. And guess what? The formula to adding value to commercial property is increase net income, increases value. So therefore, huge returns can happen if you just do that strategy, get good at finding warehouses that don't have a mezzanine or they could have a mezzanine installed. And you've also got to remember, if you're putting in more mezzanine, you might have to add car parking as well to these types of properties. So you're best to potentially talk to a town planner that has done this before in the area so they know exactly what the council requirements could be potentially. And then you just put this uh, strategy together. You know, it doesn't cost that much to add in a mezzanine Twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars isn't a huge amount of money to add a mezzanine with say like fifty to sixty to even a hundred square meters of net lettable area. And that could be a huge value add to that particular property. 
All right, so that's the first of the moderate medium risk value add strategy techniques. Now, the next one is adding a shed or a pressed metal warehouse to the underutilized hard stand, creating more NLA. So if you have existing warehouse that has a large yard or a large hard stand, and you want to add value to it by just putting in some kind of extra shed or extra kind of tin metal garage that you can potentially rent out, like adding extra space. So you found an underutilized area of the property and you're just creating a space where you potentially can rent out to the tenant or to a new tenant that in turn creating more NLA creates more net income, which creates more value. It's a reoccurring theme in this episode. So the next one on the list is split the property into multiple tenancies if you have multiple roller doors. So if you have multiple roller doors on your particular warehouse, then you actually have the opportunity to be able to split that into multiple tenancies. And you might ask, well, how does that add value? Well, because if the smaller the space, the higher the rate per square meter you can charge. So if you're renting out, say like a 200 square meter warehouse and say you're charging $90 a meter for that space, If you divide that into two, so it's two 100 square meter warehouses, you have two tenancies, it minimizes your risk of complete vacancy, which is excellent. And then you could also potentially charge a higher rate per square meter. So you could charge 95 or $100 because it's a smaller space, usually attracts a higher rate per square meter than a super large warehouse. So doing that, lowers your risk of complete vacancy and then adds value to the property by adding extra income to your net income and then increasing the value. And you're just keeping these on one title. So two spaces, one title. All right, the next one on the list is actually a really, really interesting one. This one I actually saw take place at my CrossFit gym. So the actual tenant the CrossFit gym owner, they wanted to have more inside space for the gym operations. And they had a yard out the back that was just hard stand. It wasn't enclosed. And what they actually did was they negotiated with the owner that they would pay for that yard to be enclosed. So the back of the actual warehouse had a really big roller door that went out to the yard, the backyard. And it's one of these warehouses where they're next to each other with the adjoining building. So the adjoining building is the wall that is right and left-hand side. And so what they actually did was closed in the roof and closed in the back of the warehouse, the back of the actual yard, and therefore creating almost double the net letable area of the actual warehouse. And the tenant paid for it as well. So the value add strategy was executed by the tenant 
on their property and they didn't have to do anything but approve it. The one problem with this is that the current owner then couldn't turn around and say, hey, you've increased the net letable area, so I have to charge you more. No, because the tenant actually paid for it. So it would you know, be extremely difficult to do that. And obviously, they were already in the middle of a lease as well, so they couldn't change the value. But if the tenant was to leave, then the owner would be charging net letable area of almost double because now that they can use all of the actual area of the property rather than just an inside warehouse and an outside backyard. So it was a huge value add to that property and that property is in Sydney. So it's going to be capitalized by a four or a four and a half cap easily. So it's one of those interesting ones where all they did was just enclose the rear yard And that created huge value because that in turn created double the amount of net letable area they could charge the tenant for in future. It would have doubled the value of the property easily. So that's a really, really good way to do it as well. All right. The next one on the list is have your existing tenant sign a long-term lease. So five years plus, that is definitely going to add value in the bank's eyes to the property. So if you're refinancing the property, then you could potentially add good value just by shoring up the lease. So say you had a shaky lease of it was had one or one and a half years left on it. And all you did was come in there and negotiate a good five-year lease to the tenant I mean, not all tenants are going to want to sign a five-year lease, so you do have to kind of uh, pick your spots here. But if you can shore up the lease, make it a stronger offering to, say, someone who is going to purchase the property or just the bank looking at it, then that adds value to commercial property as well. And that closes out the moderate to medium risk bucket. Hey guys, I'm not big on asking for things like this, but if you could do me a huge favor and you've got value out of this podcast, could you take five seconds out of your day to give the show a rating and review? It helps me out getting the podcast out to more people like you so I can share the awesome world of commercial property. It's my only ask. It takes five seconds if you could just give me a rating and review. Cheers, guys. All right, so moving on to the easiest ways to add value to commercial property with the lowest risk that anyone should be able to execute if they just can identify the opportunity. The first one of my favorite ones, and actually is my favorite one, I'll leave this one till last, keep you in suspense. The one that I'm going to share with you now is Add a container to an underutilized piece of land and have the existing tenant pay you for the extra storage space. So if you have a warehouse and you have some underutilized land, you can then put a container on the property for the tenant to be able to use and then you can charge them a little bit more rent and that in turn adds value to your property. The next one on the list is 
adding a digital sign to your property. So if you're on a, a highway or a freeway or you have really, really good drive-by traffic, digital sign companies will install a sign for you free of cost and they will pay you a rental per month of sign a five, 10-year lease and they'll pay you good amount of rent to have that sign and then they run advertising through that sign and that's how they make money. So this is a really interesting way to add value. If you have a property that's on a main road, it has really, really good drive-by traffic. The next one that I really like as well, and I will be talking more about this in future, in the next coming uh, episodes, is adding solar panels to the roof of your property. This can be a huge win-win. And when I talk about this in the next coming weeks, don't want to give too much away, this could be an absolute game changer for a lot of people that listen to this podcast. So stay tuned for that. There's going to be way more on that topic because it can be a huge win-win for everyone, adding value, adding income, and things like that. So the next one on my list is, it's actually the most boring of all of the value-add strategies, but people don't tend to think about it when they're looking at a property And it's literally just reducing the outgoings of your gross lease. So if you have a gross lease and you're the one that's paying all of the outgoings, so the tenant pays you one figure and all of the outgoings are then paid for by you, the owner. If you reduce the outgoings that you have to pay, then in turn, you have more net income coming to you which actually adds value to the property. So by reducing the expenses, so say you find a property and you notice that these expenses are way too high. If I just change electricity provider or I just change something about the maintenance on the property or something like that, and I can really reduce the cost of the outgoings, in turn, you can add value to the property by reducing the outgoings and actually getting more net income It's a really good way of doing it. No one looks at it because it is the most boring way to add value to the property, but does work very well. All right. So we are on the last value add strategy now. This is by far my favorite one. I hope if you've listened to me before, then you might already know this because I have said this quite a few times, but the number one best way to add value to commercial property with no money at all is by identifying under-rented property and raising the rates. Any kind of commercial property you can do this on, any kind of self-storage facility, motel, any kind of investment asset, you can do this. So you find a property or you identify a property that is under-rented. Then you purchase the property at the lower price because it's under-rented. And then over time, you raise the rates to market. So in terms of commercial property, you're going to have an annual rent review and that will take place sometime during the year. 
Hopefully, you potentially can do a market review if they've been in that lease for a little while, or if you're signing on to a new lease, you can bring the rates straight back up to the market rate that other people are paying in the market for a similar type warehouse. Otherwise, all you can do is slowly over time step that up using the annual rent review. You might have 3% increases or it might be increased by CPI, but identifying under-rented property costs you nothing. Raising the rates costs you nothing. So it just by being a little bit smarter than the next person, you can potentially add huge value to your commercial property and it doesn't cost you anything. So a massive win-win there. All right, so that actually is the end of the 13 ways to add value to industrial property. I hope you have learned something here today. And if you would like help adding value to your property, reach out to me. I'm always happy to have a chat with you. And guess what? I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Now that the show is over would be an excellent time to jump on and give me a rating and review. I would really appreciate it. And remember, in the words of Grant Cardone, success is your duty, obligation, and responsibility. I'm Andrew Bean, signing off. This has been a Develop a Life production.